Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. We have a lot to cover again today. This is the day we're going to do our study of uh, the great congressional deception of the American people from 1977 to to today. Let's go to the Lord for such a time as this. Father, today we pray for peace. We pray for protection. We pray for strength. And we pray for wisdom. We pray for courage. And Father, we pray for discernment. Father, there is so much turbulence in the world. So much sin. So much evil. Help us your people, your children, to recognize it and to rise up against it, acting in your will. I thank you, almighty God, for your blessings, for your nature of forgiveness, your love and your grace and your mercy. We can never say that enough for what you have done for us. Oh, Abba Father, Thank you. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for placing me here. I believe you have done that. I believe you have placed all those who are listening and my guest exactly where we are at this time of trouble in this nation. May we be a voice that will encourage all to rise up, O men and women of God, and take notice of what's happening. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask you, too, when you say your own prayers, that you also ask for direction to be willing to stand up and to speak out. It's hard to do. Easy to say, but it's hard to do. Well, we will continue our study on the great congressional deception of the American people from 1777 through the present. But I first wanted to address the war pushing Putin. What happens there does affect us here. Now, I'm not for sending our men over there to fight. Don't get me wrong. Biden, who is already personally compromised regarding Russia and Ukraine. You think he's caught in a bad place? (laughs) He's put us in a bad place. He began his presidency intentionally weakening America. Energy does matter. Americans need to join the reality of what is happening here. Borders are open and all kinds of criminals, cartels, and gangs are entering our nation. 
The poem on our Statue of Liberty says, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless tempest tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Give me your tired, your poor, because we were once a land of opportunity, freedom, land-owning freedom. Now we are sold out to the greedy huge corporations and to China. Your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the many countries whose people truly were and are serfs and slaves to their nations, but now Americans are the serfs and slaves, rapidly becoming a third-world country here, especially with Biden in the presidency, poor and incapable of taking care of ourselves because of their mandates, their executive orders, and their made-up crises. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. This did not mean send me your rapists, murdering gangs, drug and human traffickers, or even your sick. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. This speaks of us offering an opportunity, but not open borders. The door is there. There is a process in which laws, stipulations, and regulations actually put in place by Congress, who are now sold out to China, the world bankers, and the corporations who want cheap labor. They put global issues first, America last, and make up crises to restrict you and me. Climate change, say it over and over again. I hear him saying it on TV now with some of these guys. Climate change is a hoax. It's a hoax to take the land, remove your citizen opportunities to, you know, like pursuing happiness, and make the government, bureaucrats, and elected officials rich. Not just a little rich. A lot rich. To tax you more. To give jobs away. To China and other nations. India? It's okay for other nations to produce their fuel and their oil and then buy it from them. But we must not, and we will suffer greatly. At this point, while there have been no bombs being dropped, no combat boots forging our borders, but we have been invaded nonetheless, and our insurrection took place long ago by the 41st Congress when they sold us out and created a new constitution for their new corporate U.S. Pray for peace, my dear friends. But realize while Putin is marching war... And taking whatever he wants, America, as you have noticed, has not been a leader for peace, but a coward and even a disruptor. There is war right now, and we will soon be devastated in many ways. And it is the plan of Putin, as well as China, to take advantage of our weakness. And I'm sad to say, But the same institution that sold us out to the world bankers and the corporations is still profiting and still selling the real USA down the road. 
have a quote from a libertarian, Harry Brown. Uh, you might remember him. He's, author, he's an author, and he also was a presidential nominee for the Libertarian Party in 1996 and 2000. But I thought his quote was appropriate this morning. It is important to realize that whenever you give power to politicians or bureaucrats, it will be used for what they want, not for what you want. And with that, we're going to bring in um, Anthony and Tiso on and start getting our study going. Anthony, how are you doing today? Good morning, Beth Ann. Your monologue is um, right along with what we're studying about. Amazing how you? that happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that you just enumerated uh, the... Um... Are you there? Okay, we'll get him back here in a minute. If you have your booklet, we're going to start on Chapter 7, How Our Constitutional Government Was Vacated and Replaced with Private Federal Corporation. And I have many questions that I will be asking him, and uh, we hope we can get through Chapter 8 as well, Corporate America and the UN, IMF, and World Bank. And we have heard a lot. Of course, the UN is, you know, they're all, had, they were having their meetings and everything last night while Biden was sleeping. They were having meetings. And, you know, I did notice, did you, when Trudeau had the truckers, he was hiding. But the president of Ukraine, I don't know this man, but by golly, they're dropping bombs on him and he's staying right there. And they were having meetings in their parliament on what to do and uh, what to do next. I hear music. We'll get Tony back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Have your booklets out. We're going to get ready for our study. And we will be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. 
You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity, and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply, and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth. Hey, Tony, don't hang up on me again, okay? I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Uh, there's no telling between here and California. <laughs> from Between California, know. Missouri, and California State, there's no telling what happened. It might have been the Russians. Yeah. <laughs> might have been the Russians. I want to yeah. start uh, on Chapter 7. I'm going to let you finish what you were trying to say before we got hung up. I'm going to try... Oh, I- I think we need to try to get through Chapter 7 and 8 today, if we possibly can. So okay. uh, go ahead and finish what you were saying before the well, Russians I, I, I uh, took your to phone call I off. My fi- I was going through my files, and I found a document given to me by that lady attorney, Kid. Uh, Kid. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a copy from the official records of uh, the state of Delaware. Um, certificate of Incorporation, guess who? Internal Revenue Tax and Audit Service, a private corporation. Anyway, let's go on. So the IRS is also a corporation separate? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. It was oh, done in 19... lordy, lordy, lordy. Yeah, done in 1933. <laughs> well, let's get started. We do know, as you start out in this chapter, we've already talked about the three constitutions, and I think people can remember that. So, Right. Let's skip on down. Um, we talked about the removal of America from the oath. I wanted to talk a little bit farther down here about the vacating of the seats of government. Yeah, that's kind of confusing. 
because um, when they changed the amendments, the original amendments that were in the organic constitution were one thing, but then they changed to the amendments we have today, the 16th and the 17th particularly. Um, anyway, that had to do with taxation and, and states' rights. But when they passed the District of Columbia Act of 1871 and incorporated the federal corporation, they created a separate government from the constitutional government. They created a federal corporation government. In either case, <clears throat> as successive elections come along, you had the people in the congressional seats and the presidents sitting in two seats at the same time. They had them in the federal corporation because they had changed the oath of office to read from the United States of America to the change, the United States, which is the trademark name of the federal the corporation. corporation. Okay. All right. So you hear you would have up until about 1914, actually, uh, you had them sitting in dual seats. So when the people voted in 1914, the freshman members of Congress and senators were seated in just corporate USA capacity only and under the federal corporation and the United States Constitution, not the United States of America. From that subsequent elections from that time up until today, have allowed corporate senators and congressmen to be elected into the U.S. corporate U.S. Constitution. Okay. It's kind of hard to, to figure that, but that's what they did. And that's why we can't hold, hold them up, arrest them for treason legally, <laughs> is because they're not sitting under the Constitution of America of the United States. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to back up just a little bit. We talked about sure. the oath, and they're taking an oath to the U.S., not the U.S.A. And uh, I've shortened that. <laughs> and um, can we, the people, demand that they take the other oath? I mean, can we say if enough people know? All right, now, I don't think enough people are aware of it. Um, could we demand you take an oath to the organic constitution and not your corporation? Yes, we can, and that's uh, later on, if you want, when we get towards the end, that's part of the the eight points of uh, I have developed an outline for how to take back the Constitutional Republic. It involves the oath of office. Okay, okay. And I'm going to ask this, because I, I must have not a complete, I thought I did, um, but the article, the Amendment 16... If you have the organic constitution in your hand and you have, which I think is this what is in most books right now, the corporate constitution. Right. Let me explain. Talking about textbooks. Can you tell the difference? Can you see the difference? Is it article 16 in both of them? I'm sorry, amendment 16 in both of them? Or is it different, a different number in the constitution? Organic one. Well, they changed. First of all, neither of those 
the 16th or the 17th were ever ratified. I understand that. I have talked yeah, about that okay. before. Right. And, and right, I okay. really believe that the 17th Amendment really took away states' representatives. The, state, the representation did. for the states because you've got this popular vote now and uh, instead of the states assigning their their own senators. So if you got enough money, honey, you can come from Arkansas and you can go to New York and become a senator or a representative. That's right. That's, That's the big difference in the 17th Amendment. It took away states' rights. Well, it definitely took away, it definitely, I, I know it took away our rights, but it took away our representation. So That's you're not right. truly being represented by someone from your state. It's someone, you know, we can see this today in our representatives and our senators. You know, we call them rhinos, some of these Republicans, and uh, we know the Democrats have just gone off the deep end. And it's, you can see and when they talk, <laughs> that they're really not in tune with the American people. You know, I, I listen to, we have this thing going on right now in Ukraine and Russia, and I listened to most of that last night and watched some of it. And when you hear our people talking, it's like, you know, we've got, like my monologue said, we have a war right here. Now, I'm not. I'm not downplaying what's going on over there because it is affecting no. us. We don't need to send any boys over there to get killed and mutilated. But everything that they're doing to sanction and fight Russia, the bad guy Putin, and he is a bad guy. I'm not trying to. I don't know that he's any less or more corrupt than Biden, but um, we are going to suffer. And Biden is going to make sure that we suffer here in the United States of America. They're going to bring us down. And uh, I, I just, uh, you know, it goes back so we don't really have senators that are representing us, is my opinion. We have senators with aspirations of becoming president. We have senators that want to get rich, 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 rich. They love to get in front of the cameras. Except same thing with representatives. But are they really helping us? Are they really doing any good? No, of course not. It's all for the under the. They're all being directed by the 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 one world bank institution. <laughs> Every bit of it. Well, let's they, turn they, the page. They, they, <laughs> because I yeah. thought I thought. Um, uh, well, let's let's just turn the page for the last part of this particular um, chapter. Okay. I want to talk about the U, the uh, elections. Because you mentioned here, no elections since 1913. Now we go to the polls and we vote. So I want to, I want to kind of play the devil's advocate here a little bit. I sure. think that, and, and I've got a Mark Twain quote, if voting made a different, any difference, they wouldn't let us do it. <laughs> but I think we disrupted them when we elected Donald Trump. And yes, I think did. there might be, might be a handful of representatives and senators that, what did they call them, the, tepe, the uh, Tea Party folks that got elected, they're still there. 
Some of them, yes. not all of them. Yes. I think we disrupted things then. Now that was on the state level because right. the states elected them. But I do think we can make a difference. So I think we elect them. But going back to the page before with the senators from, you know, popular vote instead of being assigned right. by our state legislatures, we definitely lost representation. So I wanted to kind of concentrate on that. No elections since okay. 1913. Because we all know we go to the right. poll and we vote for something. <laughs> that's that's true. And you're correct. We did upset the cart because... That's why they're angry. Someone, yeah, <laughs> Trump is someone who wasn't going to go along with their game plan. but the, And he tried to clean things up by getting rid of people who were um, promoting the, yeah. the uh, We're, we're world running world. out of time. I want to talk about this when we come back. I want to make a little com- comment here. He was trying to sweep away all the bad guys, but he had so much to sweep away, he ran out of bristles in that broom. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Anthony and Tiso. The great congressional deception of the American people. It started in 77, and it continues today, and we'll be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. If you are following along in your booklets... We are on the last part of Chapter 7, and we're going to get into Chapter 8 here, hopefully, before we get done. We were talking about the elections since 1913. There was a lot that happened in 1913, wasn't there? But, um, uh, yeah, and and we'll expand on that here in just a minute. I think, you know, it's their oath that seems to be making the difference. Of course, we already know that they incorporated and they, they did a little switcheroo and the American people didn't really know of it. We were none the wiser. And, but we the people, we just didn't know what was going on. And I would venture to say that many in Congress also to this very day do not understand either. I, I think some of them do. Because they're profiting greatly by it, but I think some of them did not. And, uh, you know, we have good presidents and bad presidents. There's nothing more obvious than that late, lately. Congress made sure they just come and go and come and go and come and go. But Congress has no term limits. And they stay there and they stay there and they stay there, Tony. And they get rich. Right. And they implement restrictions through their bureaucracy, as well as their laws, against the American people. That's absolutely correct. And if you ever notice, every law they pass takes the rights away from somebody and gives something to somebody else. Absolutely. You know, we were talking about that the other day here in the office. You hear these, uh, we have a young woman that's running for uh, representative Federal, on the federal level, she's representative now on the state level, and uh, the representative we have on the federal level is Vicki Hartzler, and she's running for Senate. And, um, you know, even the one we just really love, we love her to death, but they all brag about the bills they wrote and implemented <laughs> or put through, and I'm thinking, 
We, I said this years and years and years ago. We need to, you remember the big erasers we used to take to school? (laughs) We need to give them a big eraser. Eraser. (laughs) If we invite the, if we elect them, send them to their offices, whether it's on the state level or the federal level, and tell them whether you get reelected or not depends on how much eraser you bring back. Um, we were talking earlier on this Chapter 7 about amendments. Yes. Um, the, <laughs> Can we have that one in of, there? <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the, state of New, the state of New Hampshire in 2013 yes. adopted an act, official act for the state to recognize the original 13th Amendment, which is no longer in the Constitution, corporate Constitution. I thought that was interesting. I found the documents on that also. But anyway, let's get back to what you. I wanted. need you to send me some of those documents seriously because I'm trying to put all of this in, all of this in a three ring binder. All right, I'll, I'll make copies and I will uh, snail mail you. That would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Before you get started once more here and finish up with that, I want to give uh, all my listeners who have not yet ordered their booklet. Uh, how to do that. It's Zephyr Books and Coffee. Tony's just done this on his own. Somebody has helped him print. Uh, it's not a professional. I guess maybe I shouldn't say that. They might be professionals. Well, it's, but it's, it's not okay. a huge book order or anything like that. We're just trying to provide a little at a time what we think we can uh, make available to you. It's Zephyr Books and Coffee. They're out of Eureka, California. But Why the phone... Well, okay, excuse me. I'm, I'm a hick from Missouri. Why, Rika? 530-598-2584 is the phone number to call. 1999 is what the booklet is. It's about 32, 38 pages, something like that. 530-598-2584. And we'll give that again later in the show. Okay, I'm going to turn it back over to you, Tony. Okay, well, let's finish up Chapter 7. Uh, and the, the, what I think we started to talk about was that we cannot legally um, uh, put, take them to court and, and tr- uh, charge them with treason because they don't legally sit in the constitutional seat. They're working for a corporate federal corporation. That's who we elect. We elect everybody to a federal corporation since 1914. Okay. Um so I think we should go on from that, yes. unless you have some more comments. I just no. wonder if everybody. Okay, no. everybody. I hope your listeners have a pencil and paper. I may have said this, covered this before, but I want you to write this federal statute down. Okay. It's, um, Twenty-eight U.S.C. three thousand two definitions. It's Section 15, Paragraph A. United. St- this is proof. It's in the federal. It's a federal law. United States means a federal corporation. Well, that's what that C means too. USC. So, definition Section 15, Paragraph A. That's correct. Okay. And it says there United States, which we have been talking about, means. A federal corporation. It's in the law. Okay. So All there right. you are, folks. 
Absolutely. Let's move on. And I believe you're wanting to talk about something called, write this down, folks. I think you just mentioned it, actually, the Bretton Woods Agreement. And uh, I think that's one of the most heinous, uh, heinous, however you want to pronounce it, uh, acts that ever came around because that established the one world framework. All right. So chapter eight. Go ahead. Corporate America and the UN, IMF, and World Bank. Now, how many times last night, with all this going on in Ukraine with Russia, did they talk about the UN, and they talked about other things, and we have heard all about the World Bank and the IMF. So I want to, I want you to kind of elaborate, and I'm just going to try to turn it over to you. Okay. I wonder, a thought just popped into my head when Obama was president, he uh, signed, uh, 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 what do they call them, a sanction against Russia. Yes. And it closed a Russian bank. So if you don't think we're in one world government, how do, ask yourself the question, how does a United States president sign a piece of paper and it closes a Russian bank in Russia? That is about so that. telling. Yeah. And and that's that's the problem, folks out there. Our government, the majority of them, not all of them, but the majority of them are globalists. So when Trump okay. says "Make America Great Again," that's the last thing in the world they want. That's right. Okay, and move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got too much going on in my. Head. I know it's it's um, crazy. Um. Okay. Franklin Roosevelt, who everybody thought was the, one of the best presidents we ever had, turned out he, he was one of the worst. Socialists. He called this meeting in Brenton Woods, New Hampshire, of all the uh, prominent nations in the world at that time, about 1945, I believe it was. And their meeting was <clears throat> to set up a one-world bank. Oh, and uh, by the way, <clears throat> excuse me. The Secretary of the Treasury, that's a cabinet post, is every time a new president is elected and the Secretary of the Treasury is not is put in position, he becomes the president of the World Bank. Think about that one. Yeah, that's... Um, you know, <laughs> I wonder when they're going to stop using the United States, because that gives the United well, States some power... Not a lot, but, I mean, it gives us some call, or Obama couldn't say. He picked it up, and he said, hey, guys, let's do this to Russia, you know. Right. So he writes out the little statement, and the Secretary of uh, Treasury got it done. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Uh I hear the music again. (laughs) Quick. you got about 45 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to finish. We're just going to start what we're going to finish on the next level, on the next segment. Okay, uh, get a pencil and paper. Here's another federal core, uh, uh, code. 22 USC. Number 286. Got it. It's right here in the booklet. Right there. Alright. Yes. Yep. So, hang on to your booklets. I hope you've got them. If you didn't, be sure to get them ordered. And that number to call is Zephyr Books and Coffee. 530-598-2584 for nineteen ninety nine. And we'll be right back.
Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate. The world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R. Dot com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America the lights on. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. We're in the final segment of today's show. In my opinion, this has gone really fast. I don't know about the rest of you, but I am really, really enjoying this. I'm learning, uh, growing, and there's so many things to, to glean out of, uh, what's happened. And you must remember, this is not Tony's opinions. He's just giving you facts. You can conclude whatever you want to conclude, but I think uh, the, I think the evidence is pretty damning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so let's that, talk that, about that, the. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. Uh, that's why I give these these federal codes and, st- and all these laws so that you can look them up for yourself. Uh, it's not not my opinion. And I just we just gave a a code number, and the reason we gave I, I gave that was was this. It says in that law passed by Congress, which is illegal. The president is hereby authorized to accept membership for for the United States. Not America. United States, okay. In the International Monetary Fund and the International Bank for Reconstruction and Development, provided for by the Articles of Agreement of this of the fund and the Article of Agreements of the Bank as set forth in the final act of the United Nations Monetary and Financial Conference dated July 22nd, 1944. That's Delano Roosevelt. Now, so that was, that was, oh, that was uh, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, and Teddy Roosevelt before him was a progressive also. Anyway, so. Yeah. I was sad. Does, I was sad to realize that. Okay, so when we when we established the Monetary Reform Act uh, or passed under corporate Congress in 1915, that created the Federal Reserve Bank of today. That Federal Reserve Bank uh, sits on the board of directors of the International Monetary, a representative from that from the Feds, sits on the, along with the president, and they have the majority of votes. There's one good thing about that in that because the World Bank has been wanting to change the currency, the reserve currency of the world from the dollar to what they call SDRs. And that would then change the value of our currency. That's another subject we don't have time for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it, that, that was just a little it, teaser. Just a little teaser. Yeah. <laughs> that means they were headed for one world currency for everybody. And anyway. and so, you know, it's amazing to me how far back, I know this was 1944, which doesn't seem that far back. My ki- my my parents were basically kids at that time. Dad, you know, the war was over. Dad was coming home, blah, blah, blah. But um, it goes even farther back. When they decided to incorporate, I know a big part of the, my understanding from what we have said and studied here in the last few weeks, that a lot of that was because of financial issues. But there was Correct. more going on than just that even then. 
Correct. That's my opinion. No, that you're you're correct. That's, that's because back then, after the Civil War was over, um, the nation was broke. Um, the Congress had tried to sell bonds. They nobody would buy them because the United States of America couldn't pay back the debt. They had no no way of uh, doing that. So that's how it all got started, and the world bankers and the One World Movement got their hooks into the United States of America early on, is that they got Congress to pass that Corporation Act, Incorporation Act. And and I believe part of that was about greed as well. Otherwise, they would not have had to uh, kind of... You know, put the vice president who was now president in such a bind to keep him out of their affairs. Exactly. <laughs> if you think about it in the old days, everybody was self-sufficient. They didn't have, uh, we didn't go to the, you know, well, they did go to the store to buy some things, but most everybody could do it. They could have bootstrapped the nation up without having to take money from the World Bank back then, but they did Absolutely. Anyway. anyway uh, okay. Keep going here, and we'll um, see how far we yeah. get. Okay. What what this most heinous agreement I call, heinous or whatever you want to pronounce it, is the fact that it became a quick claim. Now, what is a quick claim? It's like a, uh, it's a conveyance. It's an instrument that conveys uh, assets from one, from someone to someone else, or one entity to another entity. In this Brenton Woods agreement, the United States quick claimed permanently, and it's still illegal because it was done under the. Remember, folks, everything that we're talking about has been done under the corporate constitution, corporate federal corporation. So it's illegal and can be reversed. What they quick claimed, which means transfer, control of our treasury, U.S. Treasury, to the International Monetary Fund. And the words in the thing in the in the uh, agreement say the United States Treasury is now the individual drawing account of the International Monetary Fund. The mm-hmm. president is hereby authorized to accept membership in the United States International Monetary Fund. Think about that. We are all debtors to the world bank. Oh yeah. He was authorized. Was he authorized by Congress? No. Congress didn't tell him he could do that. That's why it's illegal. He can't. Making an agreement with another nation is in, can't amount to a treaty. Presidents cannot make treaties without Congress's authorization. So that. Okay. So let let me let me ask a question because I'm not I'm I'm not on top of this yet. So okay. you said he made an agreement with another nation, but he actually made an agreement with with the uh, bankers, did he not? Isn't are they well, considered no, okay. another nation or? Well, not directly with the bankers. Okay. Every nation in this when they met in Brentwoods, they all agreed to have central banks. That's what the Fed is, a central bank. So when he when when the uh, the president did this, he did it with the nation who then gave that authority to the central bank. That's how that worked. Does that answer your question? Uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's comp- it, it, it is complicated. 
yes, if, if not, you know. Um, okay. So Congress couldn't even authorize him to do that because that's in violation of the organic Constitution. But they could do it under the federal Constitution. Okay. So that's an international agreement that constitutes a treaty. Um, all right. So gotcha. if he, if, all right, go ahead. You had something? No, I said I got you on that. I got it. Okay. If the authority isn't in the Constitution, then members of Congress cannot give it to the president to approve. And this action by our corporate was authorized by the final act of the United Nations Monetary and Financial Conference instead of from Congress. So a lot of things went on in there. They, they, um, I hear the music. You know, we'll pick up right here when we come back. Uh, I don't, I can't, is he on next week? He'll be on next Thursday. We thought we could do this in like five shows. Tony originally thought, well, we could just do it in one show. And I said, oh, I don't think so. So, um, we're going to pick it back up next week right there on this page 23. So do your reading, do your studying. And when we get done with this, and I don't know how many more shows we're going to have to get done with it the last one will ask questions and we'll tell everyone and you can tell us how to bring america home thank you tony god bless imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center where heritage and responsibility instill character where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental. Where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. (laughs) 